What's going on, everybody, and welcome back to the Money Minded Athlete Podcast. I'm Kyle Pullins. I'm your host, and you are listening to the Millionaire Mindset Monday episode of the Money Minded Podcast. Today, we're going to the flip side of the card from last week. Last week was the Attitudes of Wealth winning the mind game. Flip side of the coin is winning the money game. So I talked about last week how attended a, an event called the Millionaire Mind Intensive Event. It's a free three-day event that goes deep into personal finance, the mindset around money, around wealth, around rich people, around all these kinds of things, both positive and negative. Okay, there's a lot of negative out there, but the positive aspects of it too and how how that's going to affect you. <clears throat> they talk about, you know, wealth management, money management systems, wealth management systems, how to manage your money, paying credit cards, you know, reasons why you really work and what the money is supposed to do for you, making your money work for you and not just being a cog in the wheel of working, trading hours for dollars, this and that. So let's get right into it. Number one, again, so from last week, there were 10 that we went over. This week has seven, two, four, six, seven. Yes, seven money signs on this one. It's kind of cool. I like, you know, I like the card here. It's got a, instead of like a checkbox or like the bullet point next to it, it's a, it's a money bullet point, which is kind of cool. So I'm going to read all these off and we'll talk about them. The first one, I am an excellent money manager. Number two, I always pay myself first. Number three, I get money. I put money into my financial freedom account every day. We'll talk about what that means in a minute. Number four, my money works hard for me and makes me more and more money. Number five, I earn passive, I earn enough passive income to pay for my desired lifestyle. I am financially free. I work because I choose to, not because I have to. Last one, my part-time business is managing and investing my money and creating passive income streams. Now, this side of the coin right here can get very deep very quickly if we're going to talk if we're going to start talking about how to start creating passive income streams, investing in it, passive income streams, uh, all these kinds of stuff. It can get it can get deep, and that's a topic for another day. We're just trying to get your mindset right around money. Let's start with the first one. I am an excellent money manager. Okay, <clears throat> this was one I told myself, and I've heard a lot of other people say. Pardon me, I'm kind of going through a little, uh, a little head bug over here, coughing up. So if you hear me, I really wanted to make sure I got this episode dropped for you today. I know I'm a little late getting it out there, but I, I wanted to get it done for you. Bad quality or good quality, it's better than no quality. So I'm an excellent money manager. There's a lot of people that say, I'm not good with money. I don't know how to handle money. I can't handle money, this and that. The more you keep telling this story, which is exactly what it is, it's a story. The more you keep telling yourself this, the worse you're going to be with money. You're going to keep finding reasons. You're going to keep finding validations and evidence of why you're bad with money, okay? So start off by telling yourself, I am an excellent money manager. Secondly, I always pay myself first. Number two, 
anytime you get paid, whether you're getting a paycheck from an employee, you went out and hustled that money up yourself, you made some sales, you got an allowance, whatever it is, pay yourself first, meaning you're taking a portion of that money and you're putting it into, which goes into the next one, the financial freedom account. So I'm briefly going to talk about this. This can get too in-depth and there's there's some other money management systems out there. I like how there's a structure and setup that they talk about. So I always pay myself first. You hear people talking about, you know, saving 10% of your income, this and that. That's fine. You know, if you go back and listen to the podcast I talked about with Luke on uh, the first, on really episode number one, we were talking about saving 40 per, 30% of your money, up to 40% of your money that you're getting paid. Most of the time, you're not going to be having a lot of bills. You're not going to have a lot of debts, this and that, when you're younger. <clears throat> now is the time to really start saving this up. But the thing is, we're not just saving to save. We're saving to invest this money into passive income streams so that money starts working for us, which I'm skipping one here, which is number four. My money works hard for me and makes me more and more money. So think about this. Person who's working 40 hours a week, that's a full-time job. They're getting paid, you know, make it easy, 10 bucks an hour. Okay, that's 400 bucks a week. Which is going to be sixteen hundred bucks a month. Not that much money. We're not concerned about how much money that is. They cannot make any more money if they are not working more hours. So when you start to realize that the way that truly rich people start to get rich is not by putting in more hours and trading hours for dollars. They're making their money work for them while they're sleeping. Okay, that's what the passive income stuff is about. We'll get into these topics later into the show. They're great, but we've got to get, <coughs> excuse me, we've got to get good at what we do first. We've got to get good at handling the money, making the money, keeping the money, and then we start investing that money back into ourselves and back into ways that are going to pay us more money later on down the road. Okay. I earn enough passive income to pay for my desired lifestyle. So one of the examples from this was, you know, instead of going out and buying the car that, you know, this is what I'm giving one of the examples from the workshop. Okay. Let's say somebody wanted to buy a Lamborghini. Okay. Lamborghini, $200,000. I'm just throwing a number out there. $200,000 for this Lamborghini, right? And let's say the payments on it were $5,000 a month. Okay. Let's, let's just say $1,000 a month. Okay. $1,000 a month payments for this Lamborghini. I'm not concerned about how long that is. They need, let's start talking about how can I make my business work for me to create that $1,000 to pay for that car while I'm still continuing to grow my profits versus taking that $1,000 a month consistently out of your bank account. So you're losing that $1,000 versus that business is the one that's paying for that desired lifestyle, okay? Hopefully that starts to make some sense for you and different ways you need to start thinking about money and income and business moving forward. That these people have businesses that are paying for this stuff for them and they're not trading hours for dollars. Now, as a as a as a sports performance coach, you know, I, nutrition is big for me, so I'm not too proud of this moment, but it was a funny thing at a Wendy's drive-thru yesterday. Uh, these two guys, you know, younger younger guys, probably in college, 
working the Wendy's drive-thru. And one of them says to the other guy, you know, I don't even know. I, I couldn't even tell you what the next iPhone is that's coming out. And he's like, hey, bro, you getting that new iPhone 12 or whatever it is just coming out right now? Hey, bro, I'm so excited for that launch, man. I'm going to get that one. All right. And to me, I'm just like, all right, so you're working at Wendy's. You're making minimum wage. And you're worried about getting an iPhone, the newest iPhone. One, what is that going to do for you? Two, how much more in debt is that going to put you? How much is that going to cost you personally out of your bank account to what look like you're balling? To look like you've got some fucking money when really how much money are you going to have in your bank account after you pay for that? Or are you going to have to finance that phone? If you don't have the money to pay for something outright, if you can't, drop let's say the phone's a thousand bucks okay if you can't drop a thousand bucks cash on the table and say all right i'm gonna buy this phone right here right now if you don't have the money to drop on the car that you want to get the house that you want to get to pay for that if you've got to get a mortgage if you've got to get these other things believe it or not and we're going to talk about this later if somebody's told you that buying a house is an asset that's not true we're going to get into that later i can't get into that right now that is not true it's a liability. It's going to cost you money. You're going to be spending money. It's not going to be an asset. It's not going to be earning you that much money unless you take a different approach. Again, we're going to get some more people on the show talking about real estate, talking about ways to invest in it, invest into it, how to get into real estate, learn these kinds of things. It's one of the <coughs> ah, best businesses out there to really get into and make a lot of money. It's made some of the most millionaires ever. So it's worth looking into. All right. So I am financially free. I work because I choose to, not because I have to. We need to be able to get to a point where there's people out there who make a lot of money, okay, millions and millions of dollars, who don't work 80, 100 hours a week, okay? And that's the other thing to start thinking about is these rich and sexual people aren't just mindlessly working for hours and hours and hours. They don't have a life. There are people out there who can work 20, 30, 10, 20, 30 hours a week, like true work. They're, they're getting a shit ton done in that one hour that they're working, that 10 hours that they're working a week, that 20, 30 hours that they're working a week. They have more money than the vast majority of people. They're even at their level. They have more time. They have more freedom to go and do these things. There's people out there that are able to do that and not work. 70, 80, 90 hours a week and just get stuck in this monotonous grind and circle out there. So that's part of what we're going to be talking about too in this show is ways to earn money while you're sleeping, to invest in certain things, to really start making your money work for you and stop thinking about trading hours for dollars. Okay, You've got to create assets in this world. A podcast is an asset. Creating a book is an asset. Ebook, articles, apparel, clothing lines, all kinds of stuff. There's all kinds of assets out there. Those are the things that we're going to start diving deeper into. Assets versus liabilities, et cetera, et cetera. One of the great books that's on the list to uh, break down for you, I'm going to get it out to you this week on um, the very first Craig Craig Notes, Cliff Notes, excuse me, Cliff Notes version of the book summary, Reader's Digest. It's not going to be this particular book, but it's called Rich Dad, Poor Dad by Robert Kiyosaki. And it really breaks down the lessons and values of money that are being taught by the rich dad versus the poor dad, 
the conversation around money, the language around money, the mindset around money, and how it really affects people's lives. It's an amazing book, and it's going to be on my list on the Craig Notes. Craig Notes, I said it again, on the Cliff Notes. I don't know why I keep saying Craig Notes. Cliff Notes of great books. I'm going to come up with a fancier name for this, but great books that you need to listen to, read, preferably read on finance, on personal development, business, etc. because that's what this is all about. So I already went over today. That is the attitudes of wealth, winning the money game. Okay. This is the money game. So I'm an excellent money manager. I always pay myself first before the tax man takes his money out. Okay. Think about this last little thing before I let you go. <coughs> Every time you get a paycheck, if you work for somebody, right, let's say you work at a restaurant. Okay. They're going to give you a paycheck already. Money man, Uncle Sam reached in. I wish I had a video of this. I'm, I'm reaching into this, this bag here and pulling out money. He's already pulled out his cut of the money because he knows that if you don't pay first, they're not going to get paid at all. And they have to get paid on what they think is theirs, whether we think that's right or not. <coughs> that's out of our hands. So pay yourself first, <coughs> and then that's when you pay off your bills. Okay, that's when we put it that into that savings. All right. So the easiest, and this is the headline from this. I'm, I'm I know I'm going around here, round circles a little bit, coming back to it <coughs> on the money management side of things. This is that. This is the headline. This is the tagline. Last thing before I let you go. I know I'm going over from the event from the from the book I have here. The world's easiest and most effective money management system. It's a jar system, okay? So they have one, two, three, four, five, six jars. <coughs> and every time you get paid, you're going to split it up. Okay, I'm going to rattle off these percentages for you. The first one is, and this is kind of how it's going down, financial freedom account. This is what you start putting 10% of all the income that you get, right? You get $1,000, okay? You got $1,000 paycheck this month, 10% of that, 100 bucks goes into your financial freedom account. That's jar. Okay, that's the jar. Number two, the long-term savings for spending account. That's number two. The third jar, education jar. <coughs> number four, necessities. Ten is your play jar. Five is the give jar. <coughs> so briefly break this down. First one, financial freedom account. This is where you're going to start putting this money back to work for you into the future, which we're going to get into later. So start paying yourself first this way. 10% going into your long-term savings, building up that nest egg, okay, building up that rainy day fund, <coughs> savings for spending. So this could be you know, that you're saving up for that big <coughs> ticket item later down the road. Okay, Maybe that's for college. Maybe that's for something else. Okay, long-term savings for spending. You're going to spend this on something. It's kind of important, kind of a bigger deal, but it's it's down the road a little bit. Okay, so 10% into your financial freedom account, 10% into the long-term savings for spending, 10% into the education jar. You should literally get jars, okay, or an envelope. Okay, Dave Ramsey, he likes the envelope system, similar idea. <coughs> education, you've got to be educating yourself. Spending 10% of this money on education, whether that's buying books, into programs, hiring coaches, etc. Okay, 10% of this goes into that. 
55% of this goes into necessities, which is going to be bills. It's going to be rent. It's going to be gas. It's going to be food. All these kinds of things that you need and that you spend on on a regular basis. Okay, 10% in the next jar is the play jar, is your reward jar. Okay, it's so important to... And now, okay, I think for you kids, this one may be a little bit different, all right, because you're, and we, so there were some kids, there were some kids here at this event, you know, 18, 19, 20 year old kids at this event, which is good, because that means they have a different mindset and initiative out there, but I know that was gross, get over it, 10% goes into the play jar, which is doing something nice, going out for a nice dinner with a girlfriend, boyfriend, getting out with the family, friends. Okay, a lot of this conversation and topics was geared around the adults and what they need to be doing, whether that's going you know, to the movies, something like that, rewarding yourself for being an excellent money manager, for handling your money well, paying yourself first, all these things, okay? And then 5% give into charities because none of this really matters if we're being selfish and we're not taking care of other people out there, all right? There's a lot of people that need help, and we should be able to help them as well. So that is their recommended world's easiest and most effective money management system, paying yourself first, long-term savings for spending, education. All, so those first three right there were 10%, which makes up 30% of your income. 55% goes into necessities. 10% goes into play, rewarding yourself. goes to charity, to giving to somebody else. That's all I got for you. I went eight minutes over today. I want to keep these shorter, but I just got so much shit I want to give you guys. It's out of this world. So love you all. Thanks for listening. Check back in on Wednesday. I have an amazing guest coming in. I'm not even going to spoil the fun for you. Check back in on that. This is the Money Minded Athlete Podcast, and you are awesome. I'm glad you're listening to this. Subscribe to the show, please. Leave a review. That's all I can really ask for right now. I'm really trying to grow this show, get more people in on it. Need your feedback on how I can make it better, what you want to know, what you want to hear, who you want to hear from. How can I be valuable for you? I know I got stuff I want to talk about, people I want to bring on, and lessons for you to learn, (coughs) but I need your feedback. So subscribe to the show. Share this with somebody you know and help me grow, help me impact more people, all right, just like you. If you're listening to this, if you made it this far, you're somebody that I want on my team, okay? You're on my money-minded athlete team. I'm starting a squad. You're on the squad, all right? And I and I appreciate y'all. Looking forward to the next episode. God bless.